Malacanang denies claims by Vice President Lenny Robredo's camp that the anti-drug post offered to her doesn't even exist. Mexico rejects U.S. President Donald Trump's offer to help them fight their drug cartels. And Philippine security forces foil a potential attack in Sulu after killing three suspected suicide bombers. Good afternoon, I'm Mike Yoreta. Dateline Philippines begins right now. All eyes on Philippine Vice President Lenny Robredo and her response to her appointment as co-chair of a government committee against illegal drugs. According to her spokesperson, Barry Gutierrez, Robredo is expected to issue a reply today. Gutierrez adds the post being offered to Robredo did not exist based on the executive order that created the Interagency Committee on Anti-Illegal Drugs, or ICAD. Meantime, President Duterte's spokesperson, Salvador Panelo, says the post being offered to Robredo is of cabinet rank and as ICAD co-chair, the vice president, will have a hand in crafting programs and policies against illegal drugs. Effectively, we're giving her a ladder to the presidency. This is her chance. And this is her moment. So she should accept it, be in the moment, help the Filipino people, help this administration, help herself, and show to her colleagues that she can hack it, she can do it. Secretary Panelo says should Robredo accept the anti-drug post, she is welcome to attend Thursday's cabinet meeting in Malacanang. Allies of the president are urging Vice President Lenny Robredo to accept her appointment as co-chair of the Interagency Committee on Anti-Illegal Drugs. But for one opposition lawmaker, Robredo is just being set up to fail. Dino Ponti Orig has the details. The camp of Vice President Lenny Robredo did not outright reject or accept the offer to be the co-chair of the Interagency Committee on Anti-Illegal Drugs. But opinions are divided on whether Robredo will make a dent on the country's anti-drug campaign. Many of President Duterte's supporters are egging on the vice president to say yes. Philippine Senator Bongo argues if Robredo has something to offer, then she should accept the appointment instead of criticizing the anti-narcotics campaign. Go, the former special assistant to the president, assures Robredo she will have the backing of Duterte's allies if she accepts the post. We want her to succeed. Maring pagtapos ng termino ni Vice President Lenny as anti-drug czar, let's assess po kung naging successful naman siya at nasugpo niya yung droga. Let's congratulate her po. At kung hindi naman po, mamalulungkot tayo dahil inumpisahan na po ito ni Pangulong Duterte yung kampanya. Senate President Vicente Soto III also urging the Vice President to take a chance. Soto says it will allow Robredo to see why the war on drugs cannot be stopped. I think it's a good development. Dapat tanggapin ni Vice President Lenian para yung mga siya at saka yung mga advices niya once they start start researching and studying the issue they will realize that hindi pwedeng itigil ang war on drugs. It is a never-ending struggle. Sapagkat pag pinag-aralan mo mabuti ito, this is the only crime 
that is that can be called a complex crime. Ito lang ang tanging complex crime in the world. Because uh, uh, the victim is a criminal and the criminal is a victim. Foreign Affairs Secretary Chodoro Luxin Jr. also urges Obredo to accept the job, but he says she should not be getting foreign help, making an oblique reference to UN Special Rapporteur Anis Kalama, who has pushed for a probe on the Philippine drug war. An opposition lawmaker, however, believes Robredo is being set up to fail. Representative Ed Selegman says the position offered to Robredo as co-chair of the Interagency Committee on Anti-Illegal Drugs is vastly different from the anti-drug czar which was previously offered by President Duterte. Another lawmaker, Representative Edgar Erisa, says Robredo doesn't have the experience and knowledge to handle the anti-drug war. Arisa suggests Robredo take on a different position. It would really take a cooperation between the all government agencies and uh, the Filipino people uh, to, to really eradicate the drug problem. Maybe, siguro pwedeng si Vice President Lenny maghead ng isang drug council na maybe she can head, uh, she can uh, act as a facilitator uh, para magkaroon ng comprehensive study at comprehensive, uh, makapag-formulate ng comprehensive drug, national drug policy. At uh, maybe we can, uh, after spearheading that uh, council, maybe they can present the result to President Duterte for the enforcement of the national government. Dino Ponte Rig, ABS-CBN News. The Filipino captain of a foreign-owned vessel allegedly harassed near the disputed Scarborough Shoal speaks to ABS even News. He says he was just standing up for what he believes in when he questioned the Chinese Navy's order to change course while in Philippine waters. We have this report. Near the Chinese Naval Warship, please add your course to zero, zero, zero degree. Why should I alter my course? I'm just passing the, this area. Is there any reason? Captain Manolo Noli Ebora is the ship captain of the Liberian flagged vessel Empty Green Aura. He bravely conversed with the Chinese Navy after being told not to pass near Scarborough Shoal. This is China Coast Guard. This area is under the jurisdiction of Chinese government. You should keep away from the, this area. I just maintain my passage. Uh, how, 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 how become this one is a Chinese territory? I just passing innocent. So you mean this is a Chinese? I think this is a Philippines uh, water. This is Kaburo. It's not a Chinese. Ebora says they were sailing from Nungyao, Thailand to Longku, China, when two Chinese Navy vessels blocked their way. Nakipagtalo ako kasi nanaig yung pagiging Pilipino ko siguro at uh, pinanindigan ko lang na hindi yan sa inyo. Yun ang uh, sigurong pumasok bakit uh, nakipagsagutan ako. Uh, at alam ko rin na sa atin naman talaga yan. Ebora says he respects Malacanang's statement it will not meddle with the reported Chinese harassment since the vessel involved is owned by a Greek company and registered in Liberia. Ebora, however, points out all 22 crewmen of Green Aura are Filipinos. Nasa Malacanang na yun kung ano. Uh, Siyempre, pinalindigan ko lang yung pagiging Pilipino. Speaking on ANC, former Philippine envoy to ASEAN Wilfredo Villacorta said the incident should not be magnified. We are in the process of negotiating the uh, code of conduct. And, uh, but as I said, 
And as we also, so uh, we all believe as Filipinos that uh, our uh, dialogue partner, China, uh, should be more sensitive to our interest as well. Okay. Because that is what the Code of Conduct is all about. The Master and Mates Association of the Philippines expresses concern on the possible fallout of Ebora's actions. But Ebora doesn't believe he has placed his crew and thousands of other Filipino mariners in danger. Kung ano yung ginawa ko, ako lang yun. Hindi ko inilagay sa peligro ang aking crew at ang barko ko dahil alam ko sa sa posisyon ko as a captain ng barko same time priority natin ay safety ng barko The Philippine Coast Guard says it will not investigate the incident The Philippines cannot just go inside the territory of the Liberian government to conduct investigation unless otherwise we are requested by the Liberian government the Coast Guard, however, assures Ebora that it will raise the incident with its Chinese counterpart in their meeting in December. Meanwhile, the Batangas city government has recognized Captain Ebora's courage. Ebora says he wants to continue his profession, but he is ready to accept the repercussions of what he describes as his patriotic actions at Scarborough. Karapatan nating ipaglaban kung ano yung para sa atin. Jonathan Maestrado. ABS-CBN News, Batanga City. In other news, Philippine troops killed three suspected suicide bombers in the southern Philippine province of Sulu Tuesday. Two of the suspects were foreigners allegedly related to the suicide bomber who attacked a military post in Indanan Town last September 8th. The other one was a member of the local Abu Sayyaf terrorist group. Military officials say the suspects were about to carry out a mission in Holo when they were killed by security forces. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte's peace advisor Carlito Galvez Jr. recommends the extension of martial law in parts of Mindanao. Galvez, a former military chief, cites the continued threat of terrorism, particularly in Sulu, Lanao del Sur, and in Maguindanao. He says martial law has also been effective in curbing loose firearms and criminality in the region and that locals themselves want their areas to remain under military rule. Martial law was declared in Mindanao following the Marawi siege back in 2017. It has been extended thrice last until the end of 2019. Overseas, the death of nine Americans at the hands of suspected Mexican drug cartels prompts U.S. President Donald Trump to offer to help to wipe out organized crime groups there. But Mexico is refusing America's assistance. We have this report. The horrific murders of nine members of an American family in Mexico prompted outrage in Washington and calls by President Donald Trump for Mexico to wage war on drug cartels. Cell phone footage of a charred and bullet-riddled car purports to show the scene where three adults and six children, members of the LeBaron family, were attacked by unknown gunmen Monday. An unidentified voice chokes up at the tragedy. This is for the record. Nita and four of my grandchildren are burnt and shot up. Reuters could not independently verify the video. On Tuesday, President Donald Trump tweeted, A wonderful family and friends from Utah got caught between two vicious drug cartels who were shooting at each other, with the result being many great American people killed, including young children and some missing. Trump also wrote, This is the time for Mexico, with the help of the United States, to wage war on the drug cartels and wipe them off the face of the earth. Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador on Tuesday said he grieved for the victims. I send an embrace of condolence to the whole LeBaron family, to the family members of the victims. This is a terrible tragedy because children and innocents lost their lives.
Lopez Obrador also thanked Trump for his support, but said he didn't think Mexico needed foreign intervention at this time. It's a great tragedy. Republican Senator Mitt Romney of Utah expressed his concerns about the attack. You know, I agree with the president when he says Mexico has to really uh, knuckle down and go after some of these cartels and, and stop this, this escalating level of violence and hope that if there's a way we can help in that effort that we're called upon to do so. Romney is a member of the Mormon faith. The victims in Mexico were members of a breakaway Mormon group that settled in Mexico's Chihuahua state in the 1920s. A family relative called the incident a massacre and said some family members were burned alive, telling Reuters he did not know why they were attacked, but the group had had run-ins with the drug cartels before. For more than a decade, Mexico has deployed its military to combat organized crime. The result has been less than successful. Killings by the cartels have spiked. Mexico registered nearly a quarter million homicides in the last 12 years, many linked to the drug war. LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers are performing well at the start of the NBA. After losing their season opener to the Clippers, the Lakers have racked up six straight wins, the latest coming in Chicago. LeBron led the Lakers' comeback from the 13 down at the start of the fourth quarter, engineering a 29-4 run as the Lakers took down the Bulls, 118-112. to The four-time MVP tallied his third straight triple-double with 30 points, 10 rebounds, and 11 assists. Like the Lakers, the Boston Celtics are also off to a great start this season. The Celtics improved to 5-1 and one after prevailing over the Cleveland Cavaliers, 119-113. to 113. Boston's Gordon Hayward continued his return to all-star form, scoring a season-high 39 points while also grabbing 7 rebounds and dishing out 8 assists. Kemba Walker added 25 points for Boston. Colin Sexton had 21 markers for the Cavaliers. Gazzini Ganados, the Philippines' bet to the Miss Universe competition, has revealed her signature walk for the upcoming pageant. Called the Phoenix Walk, the unique gate is one of Gazzini's tools, which she hopes can help her clinch a historic back-to-back -back victory for the country following reigning Queen Catriona Gray. The Cebuana beauty also shares she is getting some help from another Filipina Miss Universe, Pia Wurzbach. She gave me advices. She's so nice, and I mean, she's uh, she's so genuine, and I'm so happy that uh, she is the Miss Universe will be in 2015. Or if not, I don't know what I will do right now. <laughs> the most important tip that I got from her was uh, just be yourself and enjoy your journey. And that's it for today's edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mikey Oreta. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. You can also listen to podcasts of ANC shows. Just search hashtag ANC Podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Stitcher. For feedback, you can also email us at ancfeedback at abs-cbn.com. Keep it here on ANC.